Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good morning and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters, I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, Larry Steinhouse. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate investing and stock option trading. Call us anytime during the show with your questions at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program, even though we don't know when we're going to be live. They bounce us around so much, 10 a.m., 2 p.m., whatever. So you can call us anytime during the show, and we will take your calls. Don't even worry about what we're talking about. Just give us a call. We love to take your calls. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. We are local guys, accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. Learn this business, that's the business of real estate investing and stock option trading from people who live it every day. So today, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to talk about Boxable because they just shipped one of their first deliveries. Ooh. So that's interesting to me. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Are insurance products good investments? We're going to discuss that. Is a poker game that helps you, does a poker game help you read people? Mm -hmm. Now you know where our real skills come from. Respect your mentors and have them speak at your real estate meetings. That's just making sure that Pedro one day, 40 years from now, still has Larry and I out to the meeting. Uh, how easy is it to raise private money? We're going to talk about that, and then we're going to finish up the show with the stock options sultan. He will be here to give you his picks of the week for stock options. So, Larry, what's happening? All right. So if you want to give us a call, 855-939-1137. We're talking about anything. If you're awake or if you're in your car or if even better, hey, maybe they're on their way to investor schooling for the live, for the live show we're doing at the, at, the, uh, at the studio today. Not here, but at the other studio. You know, we're doing a presentation called the uh, Your Piece of the Good Life. We've been doing it all weekend. We started yesterday, we're doing it today, and we're doing it tomorrow, too. And if you want to stop by, just go right over to 108 Corporate Drive East, and you could actually just pop in to our investor schooling headquarters and say hi, and we'll let you come in. We're there all day today, and we're there all day tomorrow. We actually had to step out just to get on the radio with us, with you guys today. And in fact, we got some really cool speakers. We have one of them in the, audio, in, in the studio with us. Should we, we tell do. everybody about him? We do, sure. Why not? So we have G Gordon Burdecki here of Garage Fitness. Now, I'm going to tell you a couple of things about Gordon, first of all. First of all, Gordon's a really cool guy. He's a really good speaker, and he happens to be my personal trainer. So if you think that you know I'm a little bit overweight, it's, it's Gordon's fault. <laughs> he happens to also be my son's trainer. That's, oh, yeah, and your son. Your son looks like... Like he could be, I don't know, he could be Mr. Universe. The he way looks he's like a, a small Arnold Schwarzenegger. He does. Yeah. Like, he looks like a little supermodel. He's, like, he's always posing now. He has like Forbes magazine in the background. <laughs> it looks like he put like salt and pepper in his hair on his one picture. Did you see that? Salt and pepper? No. Yeah, his hair looks like salt and pepper. And it looks like he's on a cover of Forbes magazine. <laughs> he's starting to look like you with the Yeah, that's what's hair. going on. 
Well, you know, understand something. I'm his dad. He's my son. Uh, typically, at the age of 23, that's a difficult relationship, you know? <laughs> so I don't really plan on talking to him that much until he's, like, at least 30. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be his friend again, you know? Yeah. You know? And then he'll have a kid, and that kid won't talk to you either. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, my dad is one of the coolest, nicest guys in the world, but we weren't friends for, like, a decade. Oh, yeah, that's right? pretty common. Yeah, 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 sure yeah. it is. So, Gordon, tell us all about what you do, man. Well, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for over 23 years years i've been in the fitness industry for that long uh i used to work for corporate for a while uh worked for a place called bally total fitness i don't know if anybody out there Where, remembers. roosevelt boulevard yeah the one the one there yeah right i used to work out there maybe we had met years ago yeah maybe i trained you one time it's possible yeah i mean i i, I uh i was training since i was 12 years old so i never really had any i never really hired any trainers but i'm sure we could have met because i used to work out there yeah, I've been working out since I've been the uh, age of 13, too. So what, when you started working out, what was your what was your goals? Uh, I wouldn't say I had any. I basically watched the movie uh, Pumping Iron. I watched the same movie. Right? I love that movie. I watched it with my mother, and um, I said to my mom, I'm a, I was like 11, 12 years old, and I said to my mom, I'm going to start lifting weights. And can you, I said, can you buy me some weights? And my mom not only bought me a whole set of weights, she also bought me a book by Franco Colombo, which I read about 150 times. Right. And uh, I, I used to just go down the basement and lift weights like crazy. Well, that's funny because at the age of 13, my brother brought a weight, uh, weight set home. He's actually upstairs right now in investor schooling watching you live. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, so many people are coming in today uh, for this event. I, I see it was flooding in today. It seems like it's uh, even more packed than it was yesterday. Oh, that's awesome, man. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we, obviously we were down here trying to get trying to get the radio. So we had technical difficulties. It always works that way, right? We have technical difficulties right before the radio, before the radio starts, and then we fix them all and everything is good. So if you're listening to this right now, just know that we were in a panic about a half an hour ago trying to see if we could actually get the system to work because something went down and we couldn't figure it out. But anyway, so we're actually transmitting right now from Investor Schooling Headquarters, and we're here right now. There's a whole bunch of people here, and if you wanted to come, just show up. 108 Corporate Drive East in Langhorne. You can look up Investor Schooling, and you can get the address, and you just show up. Tell, tell everybody you heard us on the radio. Show up, and you'll actually find it. It'll be a great event. We got people talking about all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, we had you talking about yesterday about what, what you were talking about money, uh, not money, mindset. you were talking about mindset, right? Mindset. I was talking about dopamine and the importance of it and how it, you, what happens with dopamine, it spikes up, right? When you go to do something that's really exciting and instant gratification and how delayed on instant gratification is what you really should be seeking out. That's what it, real happiness and fulfillment comes from. Delayed gratification? Del delayed gratification. Yeah, but the only problem with delayed gratification is, you know, if you keep delaying it, eventually you die and you won't have any. It's, it's no fun, right? right. <laughs> so I like my instant gratification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, probably. But I'm not sure if I could actually say it on the air, so I'm not going to. Yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> well, there's certain kinds of grat uh, gratification that come uh, with an improvement if you just do it a little slower. <laughs> Yeah, see, you can always kind of fill the go there without yeah, going there. Yeah, That's stuck it like in it, there. Well, you, know, uh, you know, it's basically one of those things where Phil was talking about and and <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> by the way, we are a financial show, by the way. Right, we're just so... having a good time right now, and we're, at, we're, we're having a great weekend. Hey, should we, could I play the, the clip of the audio of the, of the, of the, dance i did yesterday sure just uh don't make us watch the dance all right we'll so, listen to the song but we don't want to watch the dance yeah so yesterday i did a dance to this song 
Uh, so if you guys all remember our, our favorite Democrat, AOC, and, you know, remember, if, if you guys saw the dress she wore, you guys all remember the dress she wore? Yeah, so the dress she wore had something that said, uh, tax the rich. So I had a outfit yesterday. I was in a white tuxedo, and on the back of it, I actually painted just like she did. I wrote, become the rich. And our marketing guy wrote a song for this, so I actually danced to it. And this is what it sounded like. I don't think it's any louder. If you're cool and you go to investor schooling for your financial wit, let's become the rich. Become the rich. <laughs> Let's become, become the rich. rich. All right, that was it. That was so. I did this whole dance to it, and it was really, really funny. And as a matter of fact, it's on Facebook. If you guys want to go see it on Facebook, but if you want to call in and you want to tell, tell us about how cool that was, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. And we're sitting here with Gordon Burdecki and uh, my business partner Phil Falcone. I can't do it the way you do it. It's well, I want to emphasize that we're business partners because if you say you're partners today, people might assume something. No, What's wrong with that? I don't think partners is the word anymore. I think it's now them they. Uh, I can't go there. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I don't, I'm not smart enough to understand the them, they, it thing. Yeah, I got it. I just it, don't sure. get it. I know. I don't, I don't get right. it either. Good thing we're on twelve ten, and 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 and, and the them they's don't listen to 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 to, to thus. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hit a few topics, okay? Right. So our show is moving to Saturday at two p.m. That's when our regular time slot should be. However, we apologize over the fact that we constantly get bumped, okay? Like we were commenting on uh, little things like Penn State. We've even been bumped for a Temple basketball game one time. I thought, come on. We got more people upstairs right now than they got at a Temple basketball game. Well, we got more people upstairs than they have at a, at a, at a Biden rally, that's for sure. Oh, uh, well, Actually, yeah. we did, at 7 o'clock this morning, it was me and Ken in the office. There was more people than at a Biden rally. <laughs> you know, I'm not even sure that Biden is actually the president, you know, or that he's even alive. We should probably start calling him Biden. I haven't uh, seen him. Where's well, he then? <laughs> well, I, you know, I do call him President Braindead, so. I, I know you do, but that's just not... a. Uh, Accurate enough. It's not okay. Yeah, I'm thinking Joe Dyden would be maybe a, a better name for him. Well, but just, anyway, we'll talk go, about. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so, let's talk about uh, WeWork a little bit. Yeah, I had a question for you. Sure. So, uh, you know, WeWork is the company that um, basically would rent office space and then chop it up into a bunch of little offices, different sizes, and rent out those spaces. And at one point, I believe. WeWork was valued at something like $56 billion. Mm -hmm. And then they went completely uh, out of business, totally. 
And the guy who who ran the business, Adam Newman, if you remember him, yep. he parachuted out when his company failed. I believe it was ten billion dollars. I, I don't know how much it was. Yeah, he. But, he, what, but this this is golden handcuffs, man. They're the best when. He, uh, well, going to parachute. I'm sorry. Yeah. Going to parachute are the best when you sign a, an agreement. Yeah. Can and, I get ten million dollars when um, uh, well, investor well, schooling closes? Yeah. Well, I know we have somewhere <laughs> in our buy sell that you get a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, I know a little bit about this business because I own an executive suite center. Uh, that you may have heard the ads for it on this radio show. It's called Executech Suites. It's in Huntington Valley. And, uh, yeah, it's another shameless plug, but I can't help it. I'm a sales guy. I got to talk about my stuff. And, um, you know, these guys aren't competition for me. They do they do um, mostly downtown locations, very high-end, very expensive places. I have a suburban executive suite center. But it's, a, it's interesting. So the question I had for you, Larry, is, so WeWork was backed by a SPAC, mm -hmm. okay? Could you explain a little bit about how these SPACs work? No? <laughs> what does SPAC even stand for? It's like, I used to know what, the, what it was for. I know. You see, you're going to put me on the spot now, and I'm going I'm to forget, I'm, I'm forget it myself, because it's, it's terrible when you... Uh, when when you, I ask you when, questions yeah, without you, any preparation? When you ask a question, and I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like thinking about it, you know? Well, I kind of enjoy your awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is, uh, so basically, so, so, you know, basically they call it a special purpose acquisition company is basically what they're calling it. So, and, and the concept here is. Uh, so it's probably just a fund. It's a fund that raises money yeah. for a specific purpose. And it also, it's also a different process than, than a regular IPO. So when they, when. You know, when an IPO goes out, they have to go through all these uh, regulations, and there's less regulations with a SPAC. And as a matter of fact, the the uh, the SPAC DWAC. Did you see that this week? No. So Trump, Trump is going to come out with a social media. Oh, group. actually, I did hear about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to come out with a social media platform, which is probably going to be um, uh, it's going to be amazing. I mean, I I think I think it's going to be like. Uh... 65% of the country probably signing up for it. Well, I, I also think that more than... I think that the, the left is also going to sign up for it, too. And and part of the reason is just to troll the Republicans. No, that makes sense. And, and if that, you think about Howard Stern, uh, they one time did a, um, uh, you know, uh, a survey on how many people liked Stern, how many people hated him, and actually the people who hated him listened longer. Right, exactly. Right, so we, we right. should start insulting our audience, and maybe they'll hate us and listen longer. I, I thought we already tried that. <laughs> hey, li listen, you dum-dums listening to this show. Call 855-939-1137. Come on, you dum-dums. 855-939-1137. Give us a call right now. And by the way, you'll talk to Sean at WPHT, who's our engineer over there. Tell you know, tell him that you either hate the show, you love the show, you want to talk to us about something. Tell us all about it. 855-939-1137. All right. What else? All right, so let's go to the next topic. So Boxable, if you haven't checked them out, they don't spell it correctly. It's like uh, it's like B-O-X-B-L-E. They leave the A out of it. I believe that's how they do it, they, yeah. how they spell it, right? So you're, like, really into this, okay, and I know well, why, because you're doing the tiny houses. Well, for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, because I own a mobile home park, and I could easily replace every single home in that park with a boxable home, which I can finance uh, quite easily. They're only $50,000 a piece, and they offer financing. So how does it work exactly at Boxable? What, what do they do? Uh, okay, well... You should check out the website to see what it is, but basically they take this house 
they have a house that the walls move, okay? You can slide the walls into position. So this thing folds up kind of like uh, the size of a trailer. If you were pulling like a landscaping trailer behind you, that's about how big it is. It's about 12 feet high. A regular pickup truck could actually deliver it, right, to the site, and it takes approximately one hour to set it up because it unfolds. The roof comes out, and it's uh, it's an A-frame roof, and you pull the walls out, and you li literally have a house in 60 minutes. Well, wow. And it's amazing, right? And what I bought, just bought a mobile home park for half a million dollars, but the homes are, are old, right? My place is making some money, so I don't really need to do anything changes to it. However, if I could just call a boxable and say, deliver me 10 financed, what the heck do I care? So what? How much do they run? How much do they cost? Fifty grand a piece. Fifty grand a piece. Right. See, that's something I can use for my licensing when I do garage fitness around the United States. Well, actually, that might not be a bad idea. That's yeah. actually a great, really great idea. Yeah. Imagine doing a boxable, and he puts it in somebody's backyard, for example, and he puts a he puts a whole set of weights in there, and now now they got a trainer. That's training other people and, and and using that as their gym instead of going to the gyms. Well, look. You're going to start to see a lot of this kind of thing happening, all right? There are other companies that are now creating like a shed, okay? But the sheds can be used for anything. They can be mother-in-law suites, fully equipped with everything that the person would need. And your your parents could live in your backyard if you had enough space for it, right? As long as you're... You, of course, you'd have to get the shed approved to, and ha where you position it in your backyard, keeping it away from your neighbors and stuff like that. But... Uh, this th this industry is going to explode. Uh, I, I I'm seeing lots and lots of information about this coming out constantly, and and this boxable is just one of the most interesting ones because of the fold up capability. So you could literally possibly even pull it with your car, depending on what kind of car you have. Well, it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's a really cool idea. Go to the website, look look it up sometime, and it's like B O X B L E. Hey, I want to talk about your shirt. Sure. So you're wearing, once again, you're wearing your I Buy Houses shirt, which you haven't worn in probably about a year, maybe two almost, right? Yeah, maybe a year and a half, something yeah. like that, yeah. And now you're wearing it every day again. I am. So he has a shirt, if you guys don't know, he has a shirt that says I Buy Houses, and everywhere he goes, he wears this shirt, I Buy Houses. And I remember, what was it? about? Well, I'll tell you the story yeah. a little bit about it. So I got the idea to... Um, I just thought, well, geez, it makes sense. Why don't I buy a bunch of T-shirts that have a picture of my I buy? I have an I buy houses store in Hatboro, located at the corner of York and Byberry Road. And I had a professional photographer take a picture of me in front of uh, in front of a car and a truck. And everything says I buy houses. The store says I buy houses. My phone number's on the store. The phone number's on the car. Phone number's on the truck. So I just had a professional photographer take a picture of me hanging out in front of my cars and my store. And then I bought, um, I bought like 10 T-shirts about three years ago, and I just wore them every single day until they disintegrated. And uh, I finally, a few of them were still in okay shape, but my wife threatened to divorce me if I didn't stop wearing them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> I know you well enough to know that. That would not make you stop wearing them. Okay, I know, but it's just a joke. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, ultimately what happened was I swore that I would not stop wearing the T-shirts until I got a real estate deal. Well, 
Year one went by, I didn't get a real estate deal. Real, year two went by, I didn't get a real estate deal. But one thing I knew I was doing was everyone who was around me, they obviously knew what I did for a living because I'm driving an I Buy Houses car and I'm wearing an I Buy Houses t-shirt. So I wore them at the gym every day. All these people at the gym, hundreds of people who you never talk to because everybody's walking around with earbuds in, all knew what business I was in, even if they didn't know my name, even if they never talked to me. So I thought it made perfect sense. Anyway... What recently happened was about a year after I stopped wearing the T-shirt. So now I'm three years out, maybe even a little bit more than three years out. One of my clients who had spoken to me in the gym a year and a half ago, his house got flooded by the recent storm of Hurricane Ida. By the way, I have an aunt named Ida. and She was really difficult to deal with, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> This guy called me, and I just bought his house. I got, I, I mean, I got the house under contract, and I'm settling on it at the end of, no, of, end of November. And this is the one I was talking about yesterday. I said a $16 T-shirt is going to turn into $25,000, $50,000, $75,000. I don't know how much it's going to be. Uh, but, but so I actually thought I didn't get a house deal from my T-shirts, but I did. Which is an amazing thing. So, how'd you like to spend sixteen dollars and make fifty grand off of it? Pretty good deal. Huh? I like that idea. I like it. Yeah. Can we do that now? What? Can we spend sixteen dollars and get fifty grand off it now? Yeah, you should get a t-shirt. Uh, well, I, you know, I I have other t-shirts. Yeah, you know. I have a t-shirt that if you that we have a picture in that I have a t-shirt that says I pay more than Phil. Yeah, I know, but but uh, that was a that was a very. Uh, unscrupulous thing for you to do. You're trying to steal <laughs> my business. <laughs> Larry took the image off of my T-shirt and put it on his and wrote that he pays more for the house. But very few people see his T-shirt. Well, yeah, I didn't really wear he it. He only bought I just, one. I wore it one day to a class, and, I, and, and everybody laughed. They thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm the funnier one here, right? Hey, Gordon, who's funnier, me or Phil? Well, don't put me on the spot, please. <laughs> what else we got, Phil? Well, speaking of being funny. Uh-oh. I'm driving in my car over here today, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm a pretty funny guy. And I, sa- and I thought to myself, I said, what is the funniest thing I've ever said? And it, and it popped into my skull. Would you like to hear it? I know, I, I know. I, I, You're no, nervous. I so want to hear it, but, <laughs> but here's what I'm afraid of. I'm really afraid that if I don't laugh, this is what you're going to do. Is that Juliana crying? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, re- I'm ready for you. All right. You sure? I'm ready for you. All right. So I had this buddy. I used to hang around at his house a lot. Uh, there was always a lot of guys hanging out there. And his mom was the most gullible woman on the planet. Very, very gullible. So one of the guys at the house was talking about uh, I guess he was sex starved and he was talking about maybe going to visit a professional, right? And uh, when you say professional, you're not talking about a therapist to solve the problem, right? No, I'm not talking solving about another problem. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about a sex therapist here. We're talking about a professional. One of the guys said he was thinking about going to see a professional because he hadn't had any relations in a while, uh-huh. right? And, um, Mother, the mother came over, uh, this is Mrs. Farris, right? She came over and 
and started saying that uh, that wasn't uh, a good decision. And I said, Mrs. Farris, I said, I agree with you 100%. I said, I think sex is one of the most beautiful, wholesome, and natural things in this world. And she said, oh, Phil. And I said, that money can buy. What the heck is that noise? A tornado? That was terrible. That was that, terrible. What was that? A tornado? Uh, it was supposed to be a laugh track, but it didn't quite work. You know? Yeah, it was. Why don't you try that again? <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> All right. Hey, Thanks. look, you know, I didn't listen to it beforehand. I just saw it said audience. We could do this one. Is that better? Anyway. We should probably go to a commercial because, you know, we're... Uh... We should go to commercial. I need a drink. He needs a drink. All right, we'll see you guys back in a couple of seconds. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. 7 p.m. this Thursday night, 215-876-3002, Investorschooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. This Thursday night at 7 o'clock, go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. We're an executive suite center in Huntington Valley on Buck Road, 67 Buck Road, Huntington Valley. I'm sure you've driven past it. We're right in between Street Road and County Line Road. We have 47 offices in the prestigious address of Huntington Valley. I have offices starting at $5.95 a month. You're probably wondering, Phil, what do I get for $5.95 a month? Let me tell you. You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone numbers. You get the fax numbers. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you. So if your company's ABC Painting Company, hey, ABC Painting Company, how can I help you? Would you like to talk to Bob? Let me get him on the phone. You could be home sleeping on your couch and I'll patch the calls right to you. What else do we give you? We give you the conference rooms. We give you the kitchen. We give you the mailboxes, the printer, the copier, the scanner, UPS service, you name it. All of the utilities, cleaning service, and best of all, we give you free coffee. Get yourself to Executech Suites. Phone number is 215-942-7701. 215-942-7701, executechsuites.com. Hey, it's Larry Steiners from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, listen, one of the things we teach at Investor Schooling is stock options. Did you know that you can make 50, 100, 150% returns every year trading stock options? Yes, I know there's risk, but I'm going to tell you right now that some of the things we teach will help you mitigate that risk. Could you imagine when you look at your return and it shows 100% returns, you will be really happy. Come to a class this Thursday night at 7 o'clock. You can RSVP at InvestorSchooling.com. Our headquarters are in Langhorne, 
and you will learn stock options trading. Of course, you will also learn real estate investing. Come to investorschooling.com. We will see you there Thursday night. Right, welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. I'm Larry Steinhaus. I'm here with my business. I can't do it the way you do it. My business partner, Phil Falcone. We're here with Gordon Berdecki, and we're just having a little bit of fun. We're having we're having a good time. By the way, if you guys did not like that last lap track, I'm really sorry, but I realized that I probably should have done this one. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't use. I would delete both of those <laughs> off of your sound. <laughs> okay, how about this one? Will you please stop? <laughs> take it away from him. People are yeah, going to stop really, listening to the show. <laughs> Pedro, I want you to, like, you know, take back the entire all the sound points. Really? This is ridiculous. All right. All right. So, let's, uh, let's talk about insurance products. Do you think insurance products are good investment vehicles? So so, uh, so I think you're specifically talking about whole life insurance, right? Yes. So here's the funny part. They're actually, if you want to call them an investment vehicle, they're a terrible investment vehicle. But if you want to use them to hide money to uh, what Brent Kessler talks about using as a money multiplier. They are fantastic vehicles. So the, you know, the, the difference is that a lot of life insurance salesmen go out there and there's two types of life insurance salesmen and they're both just looking for, <laughs> they're just both looking to, you know, make a commission. There's the term guy who says whole life insurance is terrible. And there's the whole life insurance guy who says that term life insurance is terrible. So first of all, there's life insurance for life insurance needs only. Mm-hmm. And life insurance for life insurance needs only, depending on what the need is, could be term life or could be whole life. And the different term life is it covers you for a short term. That's why it's called term. And whole life covers you for your whole life if you pay, you know, if you pay the premiums, and it'll never go down. So if you have a, let's say you have a situation where you need life insurance for maybe I don't know, maybe uh, it's a divorce situation, and the divorce. The, the divorce says that you have to carry life insurance until your children reach a certain age. Let's say it's 25 because they're going to college and you, you know, and, and right now they're 18. That's, that would be life insurance that I would use for term because it's just, it's just covering the need. As far as whole life insurance goes, there are certain, there are certain times that you definitely want to use whole life insurance to cover your whole life. Now there are life insurance salesmen out there who will, again, they'll use things like, uh, tricks to trick you out of whole life insurance and tell you that term is better and they'll use the there's a common phrase out there the the law of diminishing uh d- diminishing needs or, d- or diminishing responsibility and what that ba- what they're basically saying is hey you know if you have a half a million dollar policy when your kids are are two and three and you're married when you're older you might not need a half a million dollars insurance so why would you get whole life insurance when you could get maybe two hundred thousand whole life insurance and three hundred thousand in term and cover that same thing well, they're going to actually tell you to get it all term because that's what they do. However, that's not true. The half a million dollars is not a half a million dollars 20 years from now. It's worth a lot less. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the other situation is if you think you're going to be mediocre. And, you know, you know, we talk about Dave Ramsey a lot here. So Dave Ramsey teaches completely the opposite of what we teach. Yes. And Dave Ramsey is basically all about keeping yourself safe and mediocre. There's nothing wrong with safe and mediocre, but when you come to investor schooling, you're going to learn risk and how to learn, how to how to make your life better, how to make more money than you've ever made in your entire life. But there's risk to that, right? Where Dave Ramsey is saying, we just want you to sleep at night. 
where we're saying we don't want you to sleep at night. We want you to stay up all night thinking about how excited your life's going to be making more money. We want you to become rich. Right, exactly. Right? Look, obviously he does it for one reason and one reason only, because he's got a bigger audience for that. No, he wants to become rich. Okay, well, he wants to be right. That's the point. (laughs) But his you know how much much whole life insurance Dave Ramsey must have. Not it's not even about like do I think he has or has anybody looked it up. His business alone, the way he does business and his life, he unless he has the stupidest financial planners in the world and attorneys in the world, he has to have whole life insurance. Okay, but what I'm saying is that most people out there will buy what he's teaching, all right? They'll buy it because they don't have the financial intelligence that we're dealing with people here who have a much, much higher level of financial intelligence. We're we're teaching that financial intelligence. Yes, of course. Because they don't have a financial intelligence. Yeah, but they have it once they come here. That's what I mean. Exactly, right, right. Right? I'll tell you what, we got a lot of smart people up there in that room. I was just just talking to uh, Bill, who sits up front a lot. Mm -hmm. And you know what he said to me while I was getting the coffees? He said... What I just learned from Brent Kessler in the last five minutes is worth the cost of the school. Wow, that's amazing. That is an amazing right. quote he right. said. He goes, my mind just exploded. Yeah, and in case you just tuned in, we are actually, right now, we have a three-day event. It's called Your Piece of the Good Life. Phil and I are doing the radio show right now. We actually had to step down to our built-in. We have a studio in our own in our office here. This is where we do our radio show. We had to step out of that meeting. But if you want to show up today, just go to InvestorSchooling.com. Look up our address, 108 Corporate Drive East in Langhorn. Just show up. It was it was uh, we were selling tickets to it, but you could just show up today for free. Just say you heard us on the radio and show up. And Linda or um, or Cindy will be there in the front, and they will take your name, and they'll they'll definitely put you in the audience, and you will you'll learn more than you've ever learned in your life this weekend. Maybe your mind will explode. <laughs> Maybe your mind will explode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do I have a do I have a mind exploding sound effect? Uh, I hope no, don't not. try it. Don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about poker. Poker? Does a poker game help you read people in business? Maybe. You've never thought about that? Um, I know how to read people really well, and it's funny. When I play poker, I don't read them as well as I do. You don't. You read people in business, but you don't read them in poker. Yeah, so I can read people's voice better than I can read people's face. Hmm. But that doesn't mean that... I'll remember that. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you're wrong. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you, I mean, you're 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 an avid poker player. You play in a lot of leagues. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it helps you tremendously because if you can read people in a poker game, why can't you read them in a business meeting? They're sitting on the other side of the table. Sure. Same thing, right? You know, it's different conversation, but same thing. So who is? By the way, we got a we got a guy coming today. His name is Eric. He's coming to the to the meeting tonight. He's going to talk about sales and how to be a better salesperson. So by the way, if you want to sh- pop in. We have uh, Eric, uh, who's coming in. He's, I think he's on at 2 o'clock today, hmm. and he's going to be talking about sales. So if you want to stop by Investor Schooling, want to wait Corporate Drive, you'll learn about that as well. So I want to go back into the poker thing. So what what, do you, what are the cues that you see of uh, facial expressions that people do? Okay. That it, you're, you not, you're not going to sit down at a poker table and just all of a sudden be able to read people. It's something that you have to – it's part of the game. So look at people's hands. Look at their eyes. Look at their face. Look at everything that they're doing. And over time, you'll, you know, you'll begin to understand that something's off. That's, that's usually what happens first. Like, so, for example, here's something. Somebody goes all in, right? 
uh, it's a common thing if they start like looking at the television set or um, trying to. You can you can sense that they're uncomfortable in the position that they're in because especially if they went all in, if they're bluffing, for example, you're gonna sense some level of uncomfortableness. Could be um, tapping their fingers on a table or. Uh, pretending to go look at a television set. I mean, there's all kinds of... You can actually buy DVDs of things that people do at a poker table. Now, you can't necessarily buy that for uh, a business meeting, but my experience has been that if you can identify uncomfortableness at a table playing poker, you can also use it in a business meeting. Yeah, I can definitely see how right. that would work. Like right now, I when I was telling that joke, I could tell Larry was very uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, who's the um, who's the guy? The FBI negotiate the, the the FBI negotiator. I think his name yeah, he, is. Uh, I forget his name, but the book he wrote is called um, uh, "Never Split the Difference." Right, never split the difference. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I listened to a couple of videos of his, and the guy is pretty intense. Uh, Chris Voss. Chris, yeah, right, Chris, right, Chris Voss. I listen Voss. to his yeah, stuff. Right, He's right. great. So let me, let me tell you something interesting. My cousin, Leanne, who lives in Florida, who has, is a president of a title company. She's got 400 employees working for her. She said that she has completely bought into his system 100%. Really? And she said she's using it extremely effective. She even did a presentation of it for her employees. Wow. Okay, so it, it, the, the base, I, I can't, I've only read a portion of the book, so I can't really give it a, a, any... I can't really explain what it is, but she's blown away by it. And she was, we were, I was actually telling her about a meeting I had with a seller about buying their house. And she, and she said, you got to go back and read that book. Really? Right. Yeah. She's like, you got to read that book because there's things in that book that you could apply to buying houses and it's going to help you a lot. Yeah. I listen to a lot of his stuff on um, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. He talks about no such thing as win-win. If anybody says win-win, walk away from them, walk away from that deal. Like if somebody says this is a win-win deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out what, what do you mean by that because that's interesting. Yeah, look it up. Listen to it. Listen to him All talk right. about that. Okay. All right, cool. And he talks about using words, looking for no instead of yes. So we're okay. That's interesting too. Yeah. So we're so you know we obviously as entrepreneurs we read a lot of books, and uh, Gordon actually probably reads the most amount of books that I've ever seen anyone read. In fact, in two years, you probably read more books in two years than I've read in the last five years. Well, it's I listen to I audibles. I listen to audibles. Yeah, I'm not actually right. reading them. But wait, but then again, I, I it's good because I'm I'm driving to train you. I get right. to listen to a half an hour or forty five minute book depending on how much traffic. Well, you don't have to apologize for that. I mean, <laughs> like if you if you're listening to an audio book, as long as the material's being absorbed. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, no, that's what it yeah, is. Right. I, I, Tony Robbins talks a lot about right. that, listening to audibles. I listen to a ton of audio things in the car. I got a, I got a stand in my coffee cup uh, area for my phone, and I can easily play all kinds of different things. Yeah. And I, I listen to stuff all the time. What are you going to do? You're going to listen to uh, Ben Simmons? Uh, being suspended from a game and losing $383,000 because he's a crybaby. Now, here's a point. Give me some crying. All right, wait, wait. wait. I, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, wait, wait. Here it is. <laughs> is yeah. that better? He's getting paid $383,000 a day <laughs> to play basketball. Just go. I would. I would pay to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, right? Right, exactly. Just yeah, what right. A, what, 
Would you walk away from that kind of money? All you got to do is bounce a ball. What's so hard about Yeah, you have that? to do it well either. <laughs> yeah, you I don't mean, have... if he's not feeling good, okay, so he's going to be terrible on the field. Well, he just uh, he just uh, told the Sixers that he has a mental mental difficulties. He has a mental disease. Yeah, I'm not going to go What's there. What's that? Yeah, okay. All right, so anyway, 855- It's called being a liberal. What was that, Pedro? It's called being a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the There's nothing disease. better than Pedro's calling somebody a liberal. Yeah, right. <laughs> 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. We're obviously just having a good time this morning. We're usually talking about real estate and, and uh, investing money and making more money. But I'll tell you what. This is what entrepreneurs do. You know, we have uh, we have discussions like this all the time. We talk about books that we read. We talk about how to make more money. We talk about changing your your mindset, not just your money mindset, but your mental mindset as well. Another yeah. thing we talk about is our mentors. So I like to often talk about the individuals who helped me to learn what I know in this business. And Larry and I have uh, similar mentors. Uh, <clears throat> so he may not have been in the room with all of the mentors that I've had, but the information that passed through this person to that person to Larry and this person and that person to me came from the same sources. Right. And I always try to talk about my mentors and some of the special things that they did and some of the interesting things that they did, because uh, respecting your mentors is important. Appreciating the people who taught me a business that I thank you, Jesus, that I got into it because real estate is awesome. It's a lot of fun, actually. Not, not is it awesome. It's, I mean, you make a lot of money. It's great. It's also fun. You're also helping people. You know, a lot of people are like landlords. You're you're a landlord. You 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 you're one of those sleazy people who's like no. I I provide housing for people and they can live a nicer life because especially my houses. I when I renovate them, they're perfect. They're beautiful. They're nicer than they were usually, nicer than they were when they were first built by far. Where I put a lot, you know, like some really nice tile in it. I put granite countertops in it, make it totally different than it was before. And then I rent it out to somebody who I hope takes good care of it. And most of the time they do, especially a combination of, uh, you know, how I speak to them about it and also the rent that I charge. And I charge a little bit of extra rent because the place is nicer. You know, our wonderful producer in there, Pedro, told me last night that when he was on his subject to call, uh, he heard my words telling him what he should do. Well, what were those words? We, we, we might as well interview Pedro right now while we got Throw him. Throw your pen at the window again. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get Pedro's attention. We have to throw something at the, yeah, at so, the window. Yeah, so if, Anytime if we, you want to comment, Pedro, I mean, it would be nice. No, I just I could just hear you when you're up on the in the front of the class and the scenarios that you go through. As um, you're walking through someone's house and, you know, not just letting the person talk because they usually tell you everything that's wrong and, you know, uh, devalue their property as you're walking through. And if I didn't take that advice, I would have probably overpaid for the house and not have gotten a subject too. because at the end of everything that he said, and I didn't say a word for the 30, 40 minutes that I was there. At the end of it, he just goes, listen, man keep it straight with you. I just want to deposit for a rent for a new apartment. And I said, sure, I can do that for you. I didn't offer him any amount of money for the house. I didn't say I was going to buy this house. All I said was, yeah, I can help you with that. Well, that's, that's, that's terrific. That's what, that's what uh, you get when you come to investor school and you hear it from real people who do real deals. 
and you learn from somebody who you know is doing it for real. Yeah, exactly. And and what and when you talk to somebody about <laughs> they, they just want to leave, people just want to leave their houses, and we're rescuing them. This guy could walk away from this house. He'll have a foreclosure on his on, on his place, and he'll never be able to buy another house. He'll, he'll have terrible credit. He won't be able to buy a car. Pedro takes over the payments in the house, fixes the guy's credit. By you know, as a byproduct, he fixes the guy's credit, and the guy lives a better life because we bought, you know, because Pedro bought his house. It's fantastic. It's such a great win-win. Oh no, <laughs> you can't say that. I, I, I do prefer a win-lose. Well, who do you prefer to lose? I, as long as I'm on the winning side, oh. I'm okay. <laughs> so you like win-win and win-lose, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not against the win-lose. Let me just say that. I, I, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, right. but. Um, you know, it's a great business. It's an amazing business to be in. If you can buy a, a awesome cash-flowing property that you're proud to own, you can keep that thing for the rest of your life. And you can end up driving your grandkids over to show them the buildings and maybe even have them work in the buildings. And uh, real estate is the gift that keeps giving. Mm -hmm. If you buy good properties, you take care of them, you treat your tenants with respect, and you do what is necessary to be a successful entrepreneur in the real estate business, the rewards are exponential. And they're not just financial, which is really cool. Yeah, But the right. financial ones are fantastic. I mean, I, I, I keep looking every, you know, every once in a while I look at my net worth and it just keeps growing. And it's amazing. Yeah, and at a level that you probably could never, ever save money at that level. No, of course it's not. Impossible. Absolutely not. Right. And in fact, you're buying a property with, Oh, we're teaching with no money down, which is pretty, pretty common. I mean, no money out of your pocket, so that's an infinite return. But even if you, even if you went by the traditional standard of buying a hundred thousand dollar home and putting twenty percent down, you put twenty thousand dollars down, and your 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 um your uh, you know your investment builds, let's say seven percent a year. So you're making seven thousand dollars on your twenty thousand, not the hundred thousand. People don't get that. So you could, the leverage ability is amazing in real estate. But then when we teach it, we teach people how to go into closing with absolutely no money. And that is fantastic. I mean, you know, I talk about it often about this deal, a deal I did a couple of months ago that I walked away with $35,000 of closing. I walked, nice. I never, no money out of my pocket. I walked away with $35,000 of closing and I get between five and $600 a month profit every month on the rent. You should do a presentation on that deal. Maybe I will. Sure, that's yeah. not a bad idea. Some real life, real life story. Sure. In fact, if you're if you're anywhere in the area right now and you want to come by and check us out, we have a, a three day event that's going on. We're about a day and a half into it right now. But you yeah, can. We're come. not even halfway through it. Yeah, we're not even halfway through yeah, it. Right. It's still yeah. the morning of uh, the, yeah, second the second day. day yeah. So. so if you yeah, so 108 Corporate Drive East in Langhorne. If you want to stop by right now, just pop in. You go to Investor Schooling. You can look up the address, and of course, you can go to InvestorSchooling.com, and you could sign up for this coming Thursday night class, which would be awesome for you too. And hey. what else? Eight yeah. nine five. And if you're if you're not independently wealthy, if you're not a uh, decamillionaire, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing this afternoon? Get your butt to Investor Schooling, 108 Corporate Drive, Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Yeah, just show up because we, we'll, 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 you know, and tell us you're, that you've been listening to the show and you think and you, and you like us, and you think that I'm funnier than Phil because that's more important. Even Sit. if you don't like Larry, I mean, it's totally understandable. There's a whole group of people here who are forming a Facebook group over that. <laughs> Was it I hate Larry? No, no. What's the Facebook group? It's uh, Larry is question mark. Oh, yeah, okay. That's kind of look it up on Facebook. That's a questionable account. 
<laughs> All right. That was cheating. We're, we're making Gordon laugh now. Yeah. You know, but why are we making fun of each other? We got Gordon here. Yeah, you're right. We should yeah, be making fun of go for it. So why, <laughs> do you, why do you shave your head, Gordon? Because <laughs> oh, I was trying to go bald. <laughs> well, I, I, listen, I, uh, I have a ha- better hairline than you, but yet you still keep it <laughs> like Benjamin Franklin. Look <laughs> 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 well, actually, I'd be proud to be anything like Benjamin Franklin. I think he's one of the finest human beings who's ever lived on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. He's certainly the greatest American ever, uh, if not the greatest person who's ever lived. Why? You don't, if you don't know his story, you should... Well, it's not that I don't know his story. I want to know why you <clears throat> feel that way. Because he has achieved... Massive success on a political level, on the invention level, on the entrepreneurial level, on the financial level, on every possible thing you can imagine. His life is a work of art. It's awesome, man. And he's also a patriot like we are. Right, exactly. There you go. Everything about him I respect. I heard that that, uh, they have a voice recording of him saying, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) If there was one thing... (laughs) If there was one thing he failed at in life, it was being a father. He got into a political dispute with his son, and uh, they didn't speak to each other for the rest of their lives. Wow. wow. Yes. That's sad. Yes. That's sad. And but Larry, you know a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, I got, I got two. I thought you had three. Well, no, I, I have two that I got a political dispute. In. I got one serious political dispute in, and uh, that's a problem. And then the other one was, I don't know, he just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my children aren't allowed to be uh, liberals. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I started brainwashing them from from well, babies. It, their mother brought them up as liberals, and now they now they have to be uh, unbrainwashed. Oh well, then it's your fault. You're the one that married a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I was a liberal. I was never a liberal. I was a Democrat. You just said you were okay. a liberal. Know, was, uh, uh, Pedro, do we have that on? <laughs> yeah, I'll play it back. I'll play it back. <laughs> I was 20 and young and didn't know better. You know, I brought him a coffee. Looked like a liberal. I went, over, I went over to the other building to get him a coffee, and when I brought the coffee over, I said, I said. The coffee in my left hand is yours because you're a little bit more left than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's rough. Pedro, I I want that recording. That should be on the sound box. There you go. Okay, I got you. (laughs) It'll it'll be like this one, right? No, don't do it. He sounds like a mafioso shyster. That's so damn loud, man. Turn that down. You're hurting people's ears. Uh, The headphones are different than what goes out on the air. You want to talk about a mafioso shyster? Did you see the suit he was wearing yesterday? I know, right? He looked like he got it straight from uh, New York. Yeah, really. So (laughs) he looked like he worked at. You want to get into the stock market or no? We got we got four minutes. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So so you guys know. I don't know if you saw this, but last on Thursday, woo, Snap had their earnings, and wow. Finally, and I've been saying it for months that Snap was way overpriced, and it's gonna, it's gonna drop, it's gonna drop, it's gonna drop, and it just kept going up. And I'm like, what is going on here? I can't believe it. And it actually dropped like 25 percent when they announced their earnings. Now that took Facebook down with it, which at the time I thought was fantastic because I was gonna jump all over Facebook on Friday, and I did, but it didn't come back up. I actually expected Facebook to come back up Friday afternoon. Now, unfortunately, the earnings are Monday. So I've got one more day shot that this is going to happen, but I really believe Facebook's going to drop below 300 after earnings. 
because I think they're going to get hurt a little bit. Plus, I also see the entire market coming down. And I've mentioned this many times in class uh, in mid-November. We're going to have a massive drop. Now, when I say massive, I mean we're going to probably from here, we'll probably be down about 1,500 points. It's not, not necessarily in one day. But from where we are now, we'll probably be down uh, 1,500 points. And, and what's coming is not only is earnings season going to end, and that's probably the last time that that we're going to have a really great earnings season, which is which this was. And what not only is earnings season ending, but we also have a couple of events coming up. And one of the most important events is the uh, the debt ceiling, raising the debt ceiling. Well, you know, uh, it wasn't that long ago that I uh, liquidated my stock option account and purchased a mobile home park right, sure. with the money. And it was for the exact same reason. I just feel like it's done. It's done for now. Not forever. Mm -hmm. It's done for now. And I just don't see, I have no optimism whatsoever about the people running the country right now. And I have to act on my feelings, That's which good. I feel very deeply. And I think I'm pretty good at sensing certain things when, when trouble's coming. And I made my decision, and I'm happy with it. Right. And you know, just so you know, we teach how to make money in any economy. It doesn't matter. If the stock market's going down, we teach you how to make money there. If the stock market's going up, we'll teach you how to make money there. If the stock market is, is staying level, we'll also teach you how to make money there. So that's not that's not the issue. I also know that you had that. That was a great deal that you got. So you, you also had to want to pull some money out to do that, too. But you're right. You know, I'm also telling people to start moving into cash just until maybe January, end of January, February, because I think it's going to go bad quickly, and you need to be out of it, and you need to be out of it, and don't get, you know, just put your money on the side. You'll be, you'll be fine. So I think Facebook is a play, but it's dangerous play right now because earnings is Monday, and they changed the earnings date on me, which, which is really rough too. Uh, I also still like, and I'm going to say it, I still like AAL and CCL. Both of them tanked on Friday too. AAL was down to 19 again, which is, which is a great buy price, by the way. Even if it draws below there, maybe 18, 1850 will be a fantastic buy price because I know that's going to bounce back as soon as uh, President Brain Dead stops with this stupid mask mandate. People start flying again. I mean, I won't, I won't get an airplane because there's no way I'm wearing a mask. Biden. Or... What's that? Die. What, what was it? Biden. 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 I like it better. Okay. Let's let's. He go can Brandon. call him whatever he wants. Yeah, hey, go Gordon, would you like to take a minute and uh, do a little ad for your uh, garage fitness? Yeah, uh, you, got, you guys can find me uh, on Facebook. My name is Gordon Verdecki. Uh, my phone number is 267-322-1011. I've been in the fitness industry, like I said, for over 23 years. But, you know, after a while, I didn't want to work for corporate anymore. So eight years ago, I opened my own gym called Garage Fitness. And I started personal training 101. I do small group. I do coaching also online. So if you want to find me, you can find me at Gwen Verdecki on Facebook or GarageFit underscore one on uh, IG. Uh, I also wrote a book called Unleash the Ultimate You, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Body. And it's a bestseller. So guys, go on Amazon if you want to find that. And give me a, review, a, a good review, please. Thank you. Okay, so thanks to our producer, Sean and Pedro, for helping us out today. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor on this show, just email us, info at investorschooling.com, info at investorschooling.com. If you want to call us during the week, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. We want to see you here Thursday night at 7 p.m., 108 Corporate Drive, Langhorne, Pennsylvania. That's Thursday night at 7 p.m., 108 Corporate Drive, Langhorne, Pennsylvania. 
Pennsylvania. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, investorschooling.com.